Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Be Better Tomorrow podcast. I am your host, Jason Fisher. Staying healthy and happy, as I hope you are, too. We are in, as I'm recording, day six of the quarantine life and uh, still having some good times. I'm able to work from home, which is a great blessing. I hope everyone out there is, is finding ways to build community and whatever else you're doing to make the time go by. Um, I hope there's some good things that come out of this, maybe some businesses to get started or uh, just realizations of how precious life is and how we need to take it more seriously and really go after those things that we're looking for. If you have any questions or comments for me, all of my contact information can be found at BeBetterTomorrow.com. So please head over there. You can email me, hit me up on Instant Messenger, uh, hit me up on Instagram, whatever else you got. Go ahead and feel free. Today I'm talking about some personal interaction stuff that's really struck me recently. Did you ever notice that when you overcome something yourself, you become extra sensitive to it? Um, pretty much when I was growing up, I was, a, I, was an only, I was kind of an only child, although I have brothers and sisters. They were just much older than me, and so I was raised in a kind of my own private generation in the family. And I was, despite what my mother will tell you, spoiled accordingly. And so with a world that kind of revolved around me, I didn't really learn how to interact with people well. I didn't learn how to do the give and take of conversation. Oftentimes, I simply told stories. I was somewhat of an aspiring stand-up comedian, so I used people as my audience and wanted to entertain them. As I've grown and realized that that's really annoying to some people, uh, I've overcome it myself, and now I see it in a lot of other socially awkward folks. And I am a geek, so I tend to hang out with a lot of socially awkward folks. We tell stories to each other, we, we say quotes to each other, and make references, but we don't usually actually engage the other person in conversation. And that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today. Some different avenues and takes on how we can and cannot really engage and build better relationships with people. Here's one of the things that I've watched happen on more than one occasion. Someone comes to you with a piece of information or a or a Good big piece of news for them. Maybe they're taking a new vacation. Hey, I'm going to Puerto Rico next month. It's going to be really great. I'm really excited about it. You've got several opportunities to, to respond there. How, what do you do? There's always the one-upsmanship. Oh, we're going to Hawaii next month. Well, what you've done then is not only taken the, the focus of the conversation off of them, which is why they were coming to you in the first place. They wanted to be celebrated. They wanted to be have someone else be happy with them. They wanted that empathy to turning into being about yourself, and you've one-upped them, so now they no longer feel like their big news is big news. There is no benefit to that. All you have done is hurt the relationship. Maybe it's a negative reaction, so it's not even a big thing. Maybe it's, ooh, I heard they're really not recovered yet from the hurricane that happened, or, ooh, my friend went there, and it wasn't very nice, or whatever negative about it. Nobody wants to hear your negativity about their big news, ever. Ever, ever, ever. Unless they specifically ask for your opinion. Hey, I'm thinking of going to do this thing in Puerto Rico. What would you think about that? The first question you ask is, have you booked your flight already? And if they say yes, I think it's a great idea. <laughs> no matter what else you have going on. There's very few relationships where you've got the kind of connection where you can tell them that their idea that they've already planned on doing is horrible. I've made that mistake in the past. I hope I, will, I, hope I won't, but I will probably make that mistake in the future. A great way to really start to engage with folks around these conversations is to ask questions. People like to talk about themselves. 
they like to be able to hear their own thoughts and they like to have people engage with them and be the center of attention when it comes to these kind of things. Right. So it's the Puerto Rico. I'm going to Puerto Rico. Awesome. Do you, have you ever been before? Yes or no. It doesn't matter. Well, what made you think to go to Puerto Rico? Here's the reasons I went to Puerto Rico. That's interesting. I've never been. What, what kind of, what kind of cuisine do they have there? What are you really interested in doing? What's, what's the thing you're looking forward to the most? Just take a few minutes. Take a few minutes, engage with them, ask them some good questions. They'll feel like you're a great conversationalist. You'll have engaged with them and maybe learned a thing or two. Maybe even the excitement will rub off on you and you'll feel a little bit more excited about their trip. Not that they're going to take you with them. Well, maybe they will. Who knows? Now, here's the other side of that coin. Maybe it's not the big news conversation. It's just small talk at the bar. I'm really bad at this, but I'm working on getting better. And I've read a lot about it. Here's the thing. Conversation is meant to happen like a game of tennis or ping pong, a back and a fourth. And oftentimes we end up getting paired up with somebody who never gives the ball back. It's like they're our serving coach. We're just serving to them. We're serving them. We're asking questions. We're digging in. And then there's a pause in the conversation. It's like, okay, dude, ask me a question. Now it's my turn. And they just don't know that. And that's the opportunity where you can start to make some statements and see if they take the bait. Okay, well, I've asked you about that. You know, I, I actually have some experience in that area myself. I happen to do this thing in XYZ. Maybe they'll pick up, maybe they don't. If someone has asked you a lot of questions, ask some questions in return. Engage with them. Make sure that the conversation is going back and forth. Now, don't just ask a question, not answer their question, ask another question. Answer their question, maybe let them ask two questions, and then ask them. Maybe it's the Puerto Rico thing again. So, I've been told they're going to Puerto Rico. I ask them a few questions and they say, well, have you ever been to Puerto Rico? Well, no, I haven't. Have you ever been to the Caribbean at all? No. Oh, you should go. It's a wonderful experience. And then we can, we can make comments and questions, but the conversation is meant to go back and forth. Both parties are meant to be involved. I've watched so many people engage and been around a lot of people who engage this way. And I feel like I'm their audience and it doesn't matter what I say. I'm really just like shouting at the movie screen. The, the, the story is going to continue and move forward with or without my intervention. And that's not, eventually I just shut down. That's not a good place to be. If you're aware, you can kind of see the social cues of when this is happening. Pay attention next time you're doing the small talk gathering at a happy hour or whatever other engagement you're going to. Practice. Find some places to go out to meet up and meet some people and engage. Ask questions. It's great when you find somebody that does something that you really don't care about. Because it gives you the perfect opportunity to find out if you can engage with them. If, if I find somebody who has the same hobby as me, we can geek out all day long. But let me say I find a stamp collector or something. Okay, I know nothing about stamp collecting, except it's stereotypically the most boring hobby you can have. Why is that not the case? Then they can explain it to me. Maybe there's all these beautiful stamps they get from all over the country. Oh, okay, well, what's the most unique thing that you have? How did you come about that? What made you think to get into stamp collecting in the first place? Now I'm not just interested in the stamp collection or in the activity, but I'm interested in the person and I'm making a connection with that person. I will feel that connection. They will feel that connection. And our relationship grows deeper because of that connection. And because that relationship is now stronger or created in the first place, we are all a little bit better. Practice these activities Find ways to make it happen so that you can improve your conversational style so you can make better connections with people because at the end of the day, that's what life is about. Great connections with wonderful people. Life without relationships is not really a good life at all. So hopefully with some of these tips and some of this practice, we can all be better tomorrow.
Thanks for listening, everybody, and I hope you've gotten something out of this that will help you be better tomorrow. As always, you can find our show notes and everything you need to know about the program at BeBetterTomorrow.com. The music you're listening to right now is by Kevin McLeod of Incom Tech, released under a Creative Commons 3.0 share-alike license, as is Be Better Tomorrow. So you can use this recording in any non-commercial endeavor as long as you give credit to us. In the meantime, I hope you've enjoyed listening to the show, and I hope you'll find something today so that you can be better tomorrow. Tomorrow.